Hey Stoners, welcome to another edition of Sticks and Stones. I am your host, Brent Elrod, coming to you from the cozy confines here on the patio at the No Shoes Bar and Grill, deep in the heart of a breezy Texas. It is a beautiful day, but the wind is uh, gusting a little bit. Hopefully it won't interfere with the sound too much, but I have a great pairing lined up today. Uh, the stick is actually a request from my buddy at My First Cigar on Rumble. He asked if I could pair the Hoya de Nicaragua and Tano 1970 with something very special just for him. So I am pairing this stick with Glenfiddich 12 year old single malt scotch. I think it's gonna be a great pairing. So let's dive right in, pop the cork, cut the stick and get to toasting. Now the Hoya de Nicaragua Antano 1970 is a Puro. The filler, binder, and wrapper are all Havana Criollo Habano from Nicaragua. This particular stick is a Robusto Grande at 5.5 by 52 on the ring gauge. Now visually, it's a beautiful stick. As I said, it's a Habano, but it's a very, very dark wrapper that borders on Maduro. Uh, there is minimal veining, I don't see any tooth, uh, a double cap, and very tight seams. Now on the nose, it's not very complex, but it is a, a very wonderful aroma. I pick up uh, notes of pepper, leather, and uh, cedar. Let's go ahead and give it a cut and test out the cold draw. Now on the cold draw, I get uh, leather and cedar, uh, just like on the nose. I'm also picking up some uh, almonds or cashews and maybe uh, a hint of raisin. Now Glenfiddich needs really no introduction. It is very very well known among the scotch drinking world. The 12 year old is basically their entry level scotch. It's not terribly challenging or overly complex. It is just a very very enjoyable single malt it is 40% alcohol by volume, which makes it 90 proof. It's aged for 12 years or more in ex-bourbon and also Oloroso sherry casks. Let's go ahead and pop the cork and take a look at this wonderful scotch. As you can see, this is a very, very beautiful golden color, almost the color of a, a ripe wheat field. On the nose, the, the alcohol just very barely comes through. There, there's almost no alcoholic burn in the nose at all. I pick up uh, apples, honey, and uh, and caramel. 
on the palate. The palate, I pick up more apples and honey. Uh, some vanilla, uh, kind of a sweet, malty uh, flavor, no smoke, no peat. This is, this is a very wonderful scotch and a great way for a new scotch drinker to break into the field. Uh, this, is, this is not a, as I said in the beginning, overly powerful, challenging or complex scotch. Uh, it's just a, it's a great starting point, and it's also one that old hands and old scotch drinkers will definitely not turn away. That is wonderful, and it has some really great legs on it, and I'm a leg man. I like great legs. Uh, this has great cling to the glass. Um, it's just a wonderful all-around scotch. Break out the Rocky Patel Envoy 5 Torch. Get this stick toasted up. There's a great volume of smoke right away. Very easy draw. This is my first time with a Hoya de Nicaragua, and this is a really, really good cigar. On the light, I'm picking up uh, quite a bit of pepper. It's a very spicy cigar. Um, but I'm also picking up uh, some leather and notes of licorice. Again, just a great, great volume of smoke. Let's go ahead and pair these together and see how they go. This is a, a really good pairing. Um, like I said in the beginning, the Hoya de Nicaragua is, is not overly complex, uh, but it's got some, some great flavors on the palate and it blends very well with the simple palette of the Glenfiddich. Hmm. This is going to be a great pairing, I can tell already. I'm gonna go ahead and burn this down to the halfway mark and I will come back and give you an update. You know, I have to take uh, a moment considering the events of this week uh, here in my home state of Texas in Uvalde with uh, the shooting that happened at uh, Robb Elementary School, which was a terrible tragedy. Um, but it always brings up the, the specter of gun control. Uh, you have the anti-gunners that they will do anything to rid this country of our right to protect ourselves. But the founders set this country up the way they wanted it, or as close to the way they wanted it as they could get, 
there were people like George Mason who refused to sign and ratify the Constitution because he thought the Bill of Rights did not go far enough. He also warned us that the most effectual way to enslave a people is to disarm them. So why is it that one side of the aisle wants to continually push this disarmament? We want to get rid of the Second Amendment. We want to take guns out of the people's hands because it's the most effective way to enslave them. The most effective way to get their agenda passed that they know they can't get passed any other way other than to be in total 100% control. The United States is more safe than most countries in the world. If you look from 2009 to 2015, uh, there were fewer deaths from mass shootings per million citizens in the U.S. than in many countries that had strict gun control. We were like number 10 or 11 on the list. But countries with strict gun control like Norway and Belgium and France all had a greater incident of dying in a mass shooting per million of population. How is it that they have strict gun control but they have more gun deaths per million citizens? I don't know. Supposedly if you take all the guns away that fixes everything. You know the president and the vice president out there saying we need to get rid of weapons of war on the, on the streets of our country. There are no weapons of war on the streets of our country. I spent 21 years in the military. I qualified with the M16. I qualified with the M60 machine gun, the 50 cal machine gun. M203 grenade launcher. You can't buy any of that just in any gun shop. You can't buy fully automatic weapons unless you have a special license from ATF that is very expensive and very hard to get. And very few people have them. And nobody that has committed a mass shooting has happened. But one side of the aisle wants to lie to you because they want power and they have a political agenda that they want to push. And you better wake up, people, or you're going to wind up in a world of hurt. I want to take a moment to uh, thank my buddy over at Cigarism for my new cigar holder. Uh, the carbon fiber, fiber two-piece just slides together, sets on your table, you drop your cigar right on it. It's wonderful. You need to visit my buddy over at Cigarism and pick up a lighter, cutter, cigar holder, single stick ashtray, which I have out every single time I'm fil uh, filming. I love Cigarism. Ace donors, I am back. We are just about the halfway mark. This has been a wonderful pairing. This is an excellent stick. I am very impressed with the Hoya de Nicaragua and Tano 1970. Um, the blast of pepper in the beginning has mellowed out. The pepper is still there, but it's not as sharp. And it has been joined with some kind of coffee, chocolate, mocha kind of flavors, uh, which is making it a very enjoyable smoke. And it is marrying very well with the vanilla and the sweet maltiness of the Linfittich. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and burn this uh, the rest of the way down and I will come back and give you my final thoughts. Hey stoners, I am back. We are just about down to the band and 
The glass is empty. This has been a wonderful pairing. Um, the, the coffee and the mocha um, kind of stayed consistent in the last half of the cigar. You could add in uh, kind of an earthiness that came forward. Uh, of course, the, the Glenfiddich uh, stayed constant. It's, it's a nice, mellow spirit to really enjoy a cigar with. Uh, you could marry it with basically any cigar, and I think you could probably marry the stick with just about any spirit, and uh, you would have a good match. Um, I'm really impressed with the Hoya de Nicaragua. I uh, never had them before, but I will definitely be on the lookout for more. Um, I would give the stick a uh, 90 out of 100 uh, matchsticks. I would give the Glenfiddich uh, the equivalent, uh, 90 out of 100. This is a very solid pairing. They're very good. You definitely need uh, Glenfiddich on your shelf, and you definitely could use some Hoya de Nicaragua Antano 1970s in your humidor. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to hit like, subscribe, share, notify, ring the bells, all those kinds of things so that you can keep up when I'm dropping new content. Uh, you can find me pretty much anywhere, uh, primarily on Instagram, Rumble, Getter, uh, Facebook. Um, as most of you may know, if you have been following uh, cigar videos, uh, they're pretty much kicking all of us off of YouTube. I got off YouTube a long time ago because I could see it coming. Uh, if you would like to pick up some wonderful sticks and stones gear like this beautiful embroidered, embroidered polo to wear to your local cigar lounge, uh, you can get it at the Sticks and Stones store, which you can find right here if you are watching the video, or at Sticks dash n dash stones s-t-o-n-e-z then the number one at myshopify.com where you can find this wonderful embroidered polo t-shirts mouse pads uh, insulated mugs all that kind of stuff uh, help the show out we would really appreciate it as we continue to grow and get bigger and our audience continues to grow we love bringing you great pairings and uh, I hope to continue this on for a long time into the future. I will have another great pairing next time, and I will not tease what it might be. You're just gonna have to wait and see. But we are coming up on the one year mark, and I do plan on having a nice one year anniversary show where I will uh, maybe give my top five cigars of the past year, something along those lines. So. Until we get to be together again, make sure you keep your sticks dry and your stones cold and have a great day.